say you welcome everybody to another episode of um, Motu. And um, we are still on with our sexual purity and marriage series. And today we have a special guest with us today. She's someone that I respect a lot, someone I can call a mother and a mentor. Um, she is a founder of No Sex Outside Marriage. Yeah, no some. She's also um, a publisher. She's a lecturer by profession, she's a doctor, she has gotten to that level, she's a doctor, and actually met her in school, she's one of the students in my school, that I finished from, and beyond school, she has been there for me in times I needed her. So, everybody join me to welcome Dr. Amakudu. Thank you, Ma. Okay, so today ma, we are, we are having you on board to help us talk about what sexual purity is. I think a whole lot of people don't understand what that word actually means because the last episode we were with someone and then she was talking about the fact that a lot of people take the mutual understanding of um, keeping the bed on the file as the only reality for purity as long as you don't have sex, you are still pure. Then you can still do some other things and all those things. I think that's one of the misconceptions that people have in our generation now. So, from your own point of view and from your expertise, level of expertise, due to years of experience in dealing with topics like this, would really like to know what you believe is all about. Okay, um, to me, I would like to come from the perspective of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, when He was speaking and they were asking him or they were talking about the issue of adultery okay. and he said to them that once a man looks mm. as, a, as a woman loves him in his heart, in his heart he already committed adultery. Mm. That's without even touching her. So mm. I like to come from the angle that um, sexual purity is about the heart or it starts from the heart. Mm. So it's possible for you not to have ever touched a woman. Mm. It's possible that uh, no man has ever touched you and mm. you are still not So basically, sexual purity starts from the heart. Mm. It's not about not having been kids, mm. not having had sex. Mm. Of course, that is also part of it. It's not about the fact that you are a virgin or mm. that you never had sex in this life. Mm. So it starts from the heart. Then it proceeds. Of course, the Bible really makes us realize that it's out of the abundance of the mm-hmm. heart that the mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. So I would like to say it's out of the abundance of the heart that our body speaks. Mm-hmm. We will speak mm-hmm. to the opposite sex mm-hmm. and um, relate with things that have to do with sex and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Now, I, I like the fact that we are starting from the heart or the mind because um, what I want to talk about now is. Um, for those that are already in a relationship, yes, we would agree that it's actually okay to be sexually attracted to your partner. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're sexually attracted to your partner and it's coming from your heart, how how how, how do you strike a balance? Because it's looking like there's a very thin line between sexually attracted to that person who is actually your partner, or maybe just another person you just for oh, an identity person and Lost. It's a very thin line between that attraction and love. So how, how do you go about that? Okay, well, it's natural to be sexually attracted to someone you are in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's 
I think it's very necessary. Mm-hmm. I like to say that it's very necessary. However, you cross the line when you begin to desire to lay with the person or to mm-hmm. do sexual talk with the person mm-hmm. in your heart. Like mm-hmm. you're already object to find the person mm-hmm. or you are conceptualizing sex with the person mm-hmm. in your heart, mm-hmm. so to say. And once you try to start building on that, before you know what's happening, you go off the boundaries. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. 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 So, for someone that is already in a relationship and for someone that he or she is sexually attracted to, how do they strive to maintain that sexual purity? Because sometimes the most ones actually strike and you know they will just come around and you still have to maintain that purity. Yes, like I said, it's natural. However, with the help of everything and discipline, mm. it's possible to abstain, you know, from doing sexual talk with the person that you are sexually attracted to. Mm. And how do you do that? I like to always come from the angle that it takes two to tango. If mm. one person wants to stand for sexual purity and the other person doesn't believe in it or just feel, mm. well, we are in a relationship now. We can do whatever we like. There's just be you know, a lot of problems. Yeah. So it's important that you are both on the same page, mm. that you both believe the same thing, you have the same value. Mm. Okay, when it comes to sexual purity, so it starts from there. Once both of you are on the same page, mm. you have the same understanding about what sexual purity is and how you want to run your relationship. Mm. Then, when hormones come to play, when emotions begin to Rouse and all that to be able to handle it because, so to say, the other person is already your accountability partner. Mm. So you won't want to hurt that person because you really love that person. Mm. Okay, mm. you won't want to hurt God because mm. you love God. Yeah. You want to obey Him. Both yeah. of you want to obey Him. Yeah. So even when one is good, mm. the other person is really to you know, but, but, but the I, other Wouldn't it be advisable to have another accountability partner? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. It's okay. important that we have okay. uh, accountability partners. But if both of them are not on the same page, I think Well, I think one of the challenges that our generation has is how can I just go and meet someone that I don't know anything about or doesn't know me and I'll just be revealing things about my life to them? We all need uh, people that will put us in check. Hmm. Yeah, even. Uh, I know about the ministers of God, like respectable mm. ministers of God that have, they all have mentors. Mm. Like the ones I follow, they have people that they go to, people mm. that help their expectations, people mm. that help them. Mm. You know, we all need people in our lives that must be able to mm. sit us down and tell us the truth at any point in time. So if you're in a relationship, you need a relationship mentor. You need somebody you can mm. talk to, somebody mm. that. Um, you know, have gone through that path, they have a successful marriage, mm-hmm. and of course they believe in sexual purity mm-hmm. so that they are keeping you on your toes mm-hmm. to ensure that you don't feel God in your relationship. Wow. Wow. But now, as a believer, I'm, I'm coming back to the realm of those of us that are single. Yeah, as a believer, and um, everywhere you turn, even the advertisements on the TV, is speaking about something else, how do you try to still your and with the so called challenge that was just on social media a few weeks ago and I think it's still on. Mm-hmm. How do you try as much as possible to just, you know, shut it from your mind and all these things? The thing is, 
In regards this morning, the Spirit of God was ministering to me about getting to the heart of the I think you put it down. Um, the things you work, the things you listen to, yeah. you can you, ha- you can actually shock the world house mm. by controlling what you work, controlling what you read, controlling what you listen to. Well, everybody wants to be on social media. Take for instance, Twitter, most of the big things in the world are going on there, but then that's where you see all the challenges as well. Exactly. <laughs> we are in the world, but we are not of the world. The world you yeah. must make up your mind. Mm. Like, there are times I will just trust myself on TV. Like, mm. I will say, I'm fasting from TV. I don't want to watch any show. Mm. I don't want to, like, I don't want to see that. Mm. Yes. And, of course, your heart is very important. If you don't guard your heart with all these things, mm. all stuff is just coming here. So, if you don't stop it at the first, you know, at the first sight, mm. You know, just they, it doesn't matter. They mm. are the ones singing. I'm not the one singing the mm. song. Mm. Somehow, mm. the lyrics of the song they have, exactly they have a way of speaking into our heart. And mm. it's your moment of silence, you begin to breathe on them. Mm. The evil spirits will begin to you know bring them back. The devil basically mm. begin to bring them back, and then you start thinking about it. And mm. funny, you know what's happening? You just feel it's normal. Mm. There's nothing wrong with having. To be a part of the serious challenge, or mm. you know, like just staying in this life and treating yourself like Like I actually had a lot of okay. problems with a lot of people on my contact list for that stuff. But for me, as a person, I intentionally just went off Twitter, prior to this actually. And then some people see you're sending me some links like, ah, you need to check it. I'm like, guys, I'm off Twitter. It was one of the bad thing or sad thing for me about Twitter is that even though you are not following those people, as long as the people you are following are checking them, you are going to be seeing them. Mm. So it's, it's the best way for me, I'm not saying that is the best way for any other person, but the best way for me to help myself is just to get off. I'm telling you that's exactly what I was saying. You know, you have to put some checks and balances. Mm. You you have to just do it. It's not very easy. Yeah. The world will think that okay, you are backward, like like <laughs> I get that thing you know what's going on in the world, but you have to guard your heart. It's yeah. something you have to do. You know what guarding attention. You must be intentional about it, mm. about what you listen to, about how, mm. what you work, and you know basically that will definitely help. Apart from praying really free to help you, mm. yeah, because we need God to really help us. It's not going to be in this world that we are having right now. Okay. Um, another thing I think we should actually talk about is, um, is I think I, I, I have a few people that have the mindset of the fact that they have kept themselves pure, right? They believe they are better off mm-hmm. than those that have not. Right? So I don't know how we are going to strike this balance of the fact that you are sexually pure does not mean you are better than other people. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. But, and at the same time, what at the advantage of India? Oh, of course. Let me start from yes. here. There are so much, many advantages of being sexually here. Of course, number one, you're making God proud mm. because it's an instruction from God, yeah. not not a human instruction. So, being able to please God makes you be on, you know, like the same page with God, and God is pleased with you. He will bless you. Mm. You know. Reward you, God has a way of rewarding his own. Mm-hmm. However, it is very, very wrong to 
you know, look down on other people and say that you are holier than them. Mm. You might not be engaging in sexual immorality, but you feel like mm. you, you know, like you gossip, mm. you bad bite. Mm. Who is that person without sin? Mm-hmm. So unless I don't believe there is a deep sin or there is a small sin. Yeah. And we have come to that point where we think that um, sexual sin is you know, like the biggest sin of all. But sin is sin. Yeah. So if you look at it that way, I believe that we stop this discrimination. Mm. You know, looking down on other people. And no matter where you have been, no matter what it's gone to, you can always pass it yeah. There is that grace that covers us. There is that grace that gives us second chances and third chances and fifth chances. Mm. Yes. Righteous man for seven Exactly. And then you just rise it up again. Yeah. So that's it for me. I don't believe that one person is better than the other person. Mm. Yeah. Those who have uh, been through the wrong path, Mm-hmm. to be as a result of anything, to be because of their background. So one of the things that I actually believe is that most of these people are actually those that God actually used to reach out to exactly. people not to go through that path exactly. again. Exactly, exactly. Because they are still very useful to God. Exactly, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, but I think today's episode is actually quite short. But before we go more, I would still want you to give like a personal um, let me say experience or explanation of how you dealt with Staying pure as a single. Okay. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Alright, so, you know, that is why I said uh, it's important for you to both be on the same page. Mm-hmm. When uh, we started our courtship, myself and my husband, the first thing we talked about was this issue of accessibility. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he told me that he had a covenant with God right from secondary school, and he would never trust a woman. Wow. That was not his wife. Wow. So it really made wow. it easy. Yes, it made it easy because we believe the same thing. We mm. had the same values. More like um, spiritual, let me say, sexual compatibility in terms of. Exactly. In our minds, yeah. we already wanted to see God in our relationship. We God. So, but we went the extra mile. It's not enough to just say, okay, I'm not going to do this. Mm. What practical things? Will you put in place, or what practical boundaries will you put in place? So we put boundaries in place. Initially, we were like, okay, no holes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So initially, no, no holes. Um, wow, that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although later, along the line, years later, into our relationship, we we could talk, like we can talk and stuff like that. But that background okay. of okay, both of us. We are up for sexual purity. No sex, mm. no nothing like that. So it really helped us. That was the background. You had the background of painting. Yeah, so but, but basically, you know, like I told you, hormones are not born again. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing. Um, um, your hormones are not born again. They will definitely come. Mm. For me, you know, I'm this, I've always been this like pious lady and stuff like that. But mm. when I was in our relationship before marriage, there were times I would be so tired. Let me put it that way. Like, <laughs> even something else. And then, of course, we weren't in the same location. I would call him, I would be like, God, pray for me. Yeah, just to 
I realize I'm not feeling well, and then we just console ourselves with the Lord. <laughs> wow. Don't worry, it will be over, like stuff like that. And then wow. I get engaged. I was immersed in church work. Mm. I was immersed in digging, in mm. doing stuff. I just got myself to mm. so that I, there was, the downtime was not much, mm. except for maybe the night when I want to sleep or something. So basically, I was all over the place, activity school. Mm. So there was no room for me to just sit down. And I don't feed myself with worldly songs, mm. with reading, um, things that exactly, exactly. I don't, I don't yeah. do that. So I really, you know, you have to be intentional, basically. Yeah. Just summarize. Oh, wow, wow, glory to God. Thank you very much, Mark, for joining us today. I know people would have been wondering where is she due to one reason or the other. She was unable to join us today. But I hope she'll be able to join us soon and soon and soon and soon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. The Sexual Purity and Marriage and series will continue next episode. And please share with your loved ones. Thank you. Bye-bye.